Welcome to part two of Health System CIO's interview with Kristen Myers, Senior VP of IT at Mount Sinai Health. In this segment, Myers talks about what she believes are the keys to leading through periods of dramatic change, what her time in the vendor and consulting worlds taught her about gaining operational buy-in, and the unique skill set that sets IT apart and shows its value to the organization. I'm sure that the digital health really plays a, a large part in in some of what you're doing, and it's something that it can be such an umbrella term, but uh, would you say that that's your really focus on digital health, whether it's on the provider side or in terms of engaging with patients? As an organization, we are very much focused on uh, digital health, and in fact, you know, we have a dedicated digital consumer team with a chief product officer, Dave Kerr. Uh, who, you know, I work with very closely and we also work with marketing and operations very closely and in an agile way. And the focus really has been on delivering telehealth, online scheduling, and even piloting different technologies like a chat function for our patients. One of the other strategies, you know, we're coming to conclusion on is really customer relationship management. Mm -hmm. And we'll probably move in the Salesforce direction, but, you know, this is key to the overall access strategy, you know, really having a 360-degree profile on our patients and understanding every interaction that they've had with the health system. It's extremely mm -hmm. important. Right. And we're seeing more across the, the country um, in, in our discussions, more focus on that sometimes with an individual who is either charged with, with consumer engagement or digital engagement. But it's interesting that, that Sinai has a team, so it really shows that, that commitment to trying to uh, improve the way that patients or consumers are able to engage. Yes. It becomes something that we, we ultimately have to do from a competitive mm -hmm. standpoint, especially in New York City. Yeah. Now, in terms of your career, you've been with Mount Sinai since 2006, is that correct? At 2004, so 15 oh, okay. years. Oh, okay. And have held a few different roles with the organization during that time. Yes. You know, I think my career really has progressed over the years with greater responsibility. And so... Mm -hmm. You know, in my current role, being able to oversee the clinical applications portfolio and the ITPMO, as well as EPIC, you know, it's been tremendous. And really looking at application strategy and forming governance around, you know, which applications we want to pursue, which applications we want to ultimately retire and decommission, and having a formalized program around that has been one of the areas that I've been focused on probably for the last 18 months. Okay. Did your role change pretty significantly when the merger became official? It did. Um, as you can imagine, overseeing applications at two hospitals very different from overseeing the applications at uh, seven hospitals. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, really having a best-of-breed approach rather than platform strategy, which is where we're moving to. 
So there's been a tremendous amount of work in terms of moving EPIC out into the hospitals and ambulatory care arenas so that we can decommission many of the product sets that we had out there. Right. And in terms of uh, leadership during that time, I, I can imagine that it really is tricky to be in that role and, and to manage as change is occurring or change is impending. And can, can you talk a little bit about that experience and kind of how you were able to help provide leadership when there is that kind of that uncertainty? Sure. I think that it's really all about, and I keep coming back to it, but again, change management and mm-hmm. yeah. you know, really understanding who has been impacted and why. Some of the lessons learned, I would say, are around you really need to think about you know, best practice and take best practices from wherever they come from, so not just focus on, well, this is how we did it at Mount Sinai or this is how we right. did it at you know, this hospital, but think about where do we want to be from a future model standpoint? What is the best practice? And taking the best ideas. Uh, I think is really important. You know, I think that communication also, making sure that, you know, you can articulate a future vision for the combined teams and show them a roadmap of where you're going and, Mm -hmm. you know, explain to them really what's in it for them. So for the people and team members who were part of supporting products that were going to be ultimately replaced by Epic, understanding their frame of reference and yeah. you know giving them a path forward so that they understood that they were part of the change that change wasn't happening to them yeah yeah sure and, and that makes sense because i think that with these type of situations there's a lot of fear to be honest of the unknown and the more the more you can communicate the plans and, and the strategy the, the better off that uh, both sides would be i would think Absolutely. And I think that it comes down to, you know, your leadership style. And Mm -hmm. I think that developing that trust and authenticity with the teams is extremely important because when you're telling them what the message is and the future is, some people are not going to like it, but I think that they appreciate the transparency when it occurs. Yeah, absolutely. And when you think about your own leadership style, I'm sure that the experience you've had in other areas, like on, on the vendor side or in consulting, has helped kind of uh, shape that strategy. Definitely. One of the things that I learned from both of those environments was really working with the business and you know, operations partners to develop strategies so that they were joint strategies. What I saw in my experience was sometimes IT departments developing their strategies in a silo without appropriate input from the business stakeholders. And I think that you know, when that happens, you're not really getting operational buy-in and you're limiting any kind of success and adoption uh, of these strategies. So again, it can be time consuming, you know, making sure that there's alignment, um, but ultimately you get a better result for the business when they're engaged and really part of the process. Right. And 
for you, I would imagine it, it helps to increase understanding of maybe where people are coming from on the vendor side and having a little bit of an insight into it from, based on your own experience. I'm sure that that's helpful. Oh, very helpful. I think uh, being a vendor is tough. It's not an easy job. Yeah. Similar to consulting, but I think the challenges of working, you know, in a healthcare system, a provider healthcare system, can be challenging. And you know, I think that vendors and consultants sometimes lose sight of that and don't understand the time constraints on leaders and other team members at provider organizations. Right, and in so many ways, there is a shared goal, but uh, it's, it's really trying to understand the challenges that those on different sides have. Absolutely, yes, I agree. Okay. Now, in terms of what you look for in, in individuals, especially those who, who you see a lot of potential in, what do you believe are, are the key attributes or what is it that, that you look for most? You know, I think that I look for people who you know, are really passionate about what they're doing and want to be in healthcare IT. I think that's very important, um, mm-hmm. especially with the work that we're doing, working with the clinical community. I also look for the ability for critical thinking, you know, and being mm-hmm. able to really look at a problem or a situation and be able to analyze it in a logical way. Um, This may seem obvious, but, you know, the ability to communicate and to actually write a position paper or a strategy document uh, is very important. You know, and I know that sometimes that's glossed over because it's an assumption that everyone can can do that. But uh, it's not always the case. And I think that um, just that ability to write a position paper on a specific topic is really very important. And be able to look at the big picture. You know, I think that we all have the tendency to focus on, you know, the day-to-day and the tactics, but the ability to pull yourself up and really be able to connect the dots across the organization. I think IT is in a very special and unique position um, in any health system where we're able to do that. And that's how we provide value ultimately, to our business partners. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.